Hello and welcome back to When We Grow Up, the podcast where we ask where we've been to know where we're going. We're your hosts. I'm Marley Silva. And I'm Nico Hines. And this is so nice because this is the first episode we are recording after actually putting our podcast out into the world. So we're just a couple of days post launching with episode one and two. And this is the version of our apps that we do where it's just us two kind of catching up on the week. This podcast is recorded on the lands of the Gadigal people, one of the 29 clan groups that make up the Eora Nation. We acknowledge the traditional owners who are connected to this land and acknowledge their unbroken connection and sovereignty to all the lands that now make up Australia. We extend that acknowledgement to all of the traditional owners connected to the country you may be listening to this podcast from. Always was, always will be Aboriginal land. Before we get into today's episode, we do want to warn listeners there is some content that could be triggering for some people. If there's anything that's brought up today that affects you, know there is someone out there to listen. Make sure you call Lifeline on 13 11 14. Nico, how are you? I'm good. You know why I'm good, Marley Silva? Why? Because we just went out and had a nice bite to eat. We did. And you paid for lunch for the first time in your life? Not the first time in my life and not even the first time in our friendship, but of course you're going to say something well, you're like a big, that. You were just big noting about, you know, how much money you earn uh, and how much is this and how much so you get rich. there. So I was like, you know what, Marley, you can pay. And you said, okay. Yeah. I mean, it's rich coming from the man whose salary is published in the newspapers. But, but I don't promote that. Yeah. I'll, I'm not promoting mine. You promote mine. your own to me. No. I don't promote mine to you. Wow. Wow. Anyway... Other than that, I will touch on it, but the response to this podcast has been unbelievable. Yeah, yeah. I feel super pumped about it, but like we start all of our episodes, we want to reflect on the week gone by and share what was a challenge and what was a win. So where do you want to start? Do you want to start low to come high or uh, start with a win? Good question. I'll start with my win. Mm -hmm. My win is I went up to the Central Coast for the first time in a while, and I got to spend some quality time with my, with my family, my nieces, a lot of my best mates who I haven't seen in a, in a while, and I shared a few beers with them as well. Did ya? And I shared a few beers with them and had a really good night. Went out to Terrigal, into the Beery, we call it, Sirens, sexiest nightclub on the coast, they reckon. <laughs> had a really good time. Did that really good time include some club passing? I don't know. We'll, oh. I'll let people have a guess of that. Okay, but okay. You know, I don't like openly speaking about my club passion like you, Marley. Wow. Since you're a fiend for it. But I oh. keep I keep it humble. I keep it humble. You can you can have a guess if there was or not. Some people <laughs> might have seen me there. So Doing they, they exactly might, that. They might, <laughs> they might have that answer. But it was a great night. Shared some good old stories. Mm. It was fun. Yeah. And nice. I felt like I deserved it. I needed a refreshing up for the big week that's coming this week. Beautiful. Should your, I go to my win? You go to your win. My win... Oh, it's just been like such a good week. Uh, so many big wins for me, not just around obviously launching this podcast and seeing it come to life after we'd been talking about it for a long time and getting a lot of warm responses, but also just in yeah my my work life. I just feel like everything's 
heading in the right direction. Um, timing is always right. And I'm living by myself at the moment. It's only for a another couple of weeks. I think we haven't even mentioned this on the podcast, but we are moving in together Yay. in three weeks time, which Yay. you are so excited about. We're going to be roomies, but my current m- roommate has moved out and I'm living by myself. And it's something about just being able to kind of do whatever I want, not worry about being in anyone's space, just like relaxing, all of that sort of stuff. That combined with some of the wins that I've had and just feeling really motivated has made it yeah, such a good week, probably the best week in a a little while, so I'm I love pumped. that for you, Marley. Mm. Very happy for you. But when you say you love having spat time to yourself and you've had the house to yourself for a while, does that mean you've had any friends come over and visit? Uh, I don't mean girlfriends. Uh, <laughs> I haven't taken full advantage of that. I've still got a bit of time. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, when we lo- so we're moving together. I've bought a house. Round of applause. Thank you very yes, much, everyone. Well done. Yeah. Congratulations. Bought Congratulations. A house. I won't say where it is because I'll have. Some people were knocking on my door, probably, <laughs> probably egg in my house. And yes, I've decided to allow Marley Silva to have a room in my house along with Wee Man. Everyone's heard Wee Man. Hopefully, if you listen to the first pod, uh, my best mate, he's going to move in with us yeah. as well. So we've allowed Marley to tag along. But I'm very grateful for that. Yeah. She has to do all the cooking, all the cleaning, <laughs> pay all the bills. Anyway, if there is a time you don't want to be alone and you want to bring a friend over, you know he has to come in, sit in the lounge. And have a yarn to us for at least five minutes. Really? Yeah. Are you going to make all the women who come in for you do hey, that? This isn't me? about me. This yeah. isn't about so, me. This so. is not about me right now. This is my house, my rules, oh, by the way. Oh, okay, okay. Uh, so, okay. Okay, well, fine, fine. Okay. That's fine. Beautiful. Um, so, I won't be meeting any men. Anyway, <laughs> onto the challenge. I'll right, we'll get a little bit serious here. Challenge for myself for the week. Is coming up in a few days' time on Monday when this podcast drops. Usually, I don't speak openly about private life. For myself, I do, but not with that involves my family. But which has been a very open topic in the media. The beginning of this year is my mother. What's going on, with my mum, and her private life, and she's obviously locked up at the moment. And then on Monday is the sentencing day, and yeah, it's just a bit of a challenge to know that her fate will be in the hands of the judge and whether she you know, gets gets locked up or not for an extended period of time. Um, we're hoping for a good result, but, yeah, I didn't really expect or well, I sort of did expect it, but I didn't know how extreme it was going to get with the media and everyone talking about it uh, in the trial. So, yeah, sort of preparing myself and how, you know, how I'm going to deal with it, how my family's going to deal with it because I know that the media will get a hold of it again and, and it will be the headlines, so I thought I would... Talk about it on here first. Yeah, let everyone know. I went for a pretty tough time and, and I, I struggled a fair bit there and I, it was one of the toughest period of my life. So, yeah, it's a challenging time coming up, but I know I have great support around me, you know, yourself, Marley, um, all my best mates, my footy club, they've been enormous. So, yeah, we'll put things in place to make sure I can maybe deal with it a little bit better this time. But mm. fingers crossed we get a good result and hopefully she can come home yeah. and uh, live with me as well. Yeah. And, and Whip you into line. Yeah. No, I really appreciate you addressing that because, yeah, it will be the day this podcast is released that we'll ha- kind of have an answer there. And I think that you've spoken about and we've been able to see that for the most part the public has been pretty respectful even if media outlets have kind of not with, with writing some headlines. So hopefully people just respect that and, and maybe respect some space you'll p- probably need in that time too. So yeah, well, in saying that, I've had so many messages of support like – 
yes, I do see a, a fair bit of the messages of support. I don't go scrolling through them more, but I don't think I've really ever seen one bad message or comment from when the first news article dropped about my mum. Yeah, so I really appreciate everyone's support. It's been enormous and you know, if you do message me, I, I will try my best to get back to you and yeah, there's going to be a time where I might need some space, but you know, I love engaging with, with the fans and, and people who really care about me and, and you know, going through tough times. Everyone goes through some tough times and you know, I'll be there to support you one day as well. So yeah, thank you very much and I really appreciate the support that will happen um, next Monday and, and moving forward. My challenge is a bit of a serious one too on a yeah very individual sort of level and by no means in, in, comparable to, to what you're going through at all but just something that I because of the work that I've done on myself and with mental health professionals in the last kind of five to ten years as kind of on the flip side to me talking about all the wins that I've had this week is a, a natural kind of outcome of that is how busy I suddenly am and have so much going on and there's a lot up in my brain that I'm trying to manage and juggle at the same time. And I know the way that my brain works and as the second that things get a bit hectic, the first thing that kind of drops off, I had someone say to me once, oh, I watched someone talk, um, talking about in life you're juggling balls and some balls are glass, some balls are rubber and your rubber balls are the things that you can drop and they bounce back and it's fine and, and you'll be okay. I have always seen my relationship with, well, I haven't been conscious of it, but subconsciously my relationship with food is something that I have juggled like a rubber ball. So the second I get stressed, how I eat, and this might be a bit of a true warning for people who've ever had kind of disordered eating, eating behaviors, but that's the first thing that goes out the window. So it sort of occurred to me even like this past Monday night, after we were in the studio talking with the guys on the Levels podcast and I kind of came home and played a game of Oztag, scored two tries, by the way. Yeah. Yeah, two again, two from two games and two tries in both games. Oh, my silver, well done. Yeah, 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 yeah. But Must have been the drive from thingo to thingo. What was it? Podcast to? The field. The field. Yeah. With my prep, pep talk. Yeah, that's what it was. For sure. <laughs> anyway, I kind of after that, had to rush home and do an interview for a piece that I'm writing and then got to the end of that and all of a sudden I felt so ill and I realised like I'd barely eaten all day. I reckon I barely ate all weekend and it's because a little bit of stress and then that's the one thing that you can control is your eating and mm -hmm. I just was like quite disappointed in myself because it's something I've really tried to get on top of in the last couple of years, not letting that be the thing that goes. And I think I also was just like a bit triggered because one of the girls I saw at Oztag, um, who I haven't seen in a while, straight away. And, like, she was very well-meaning and I know this is just something that we as women do. Straight away she said to me, oh, look at you, skinny mini, you look so good. Where have you been training? And that's such a common thing that sort of comes up and I I can't ever say that I've had a full-blown eating disorder but I've definitely struggled with disordered eating and I kind of thought about that a lot and then realised I hadn't been eating and I just felt really shit about it. So I'm trying to make sure that I have good meals like the one we just had at an awesome Italian place that we've been to twice now in yeah. <laughs> um, a matter of weeks uh, around the corner. But that's something that I, yeah, is an ongoing challenge for me but when we live together you can make sure that I'm eating all the time. How are you supposed to function at your very best every day, Marley Silva, if you don't eat? Exactly. What's exactly. the saying? you got to uh, put fuel in the Ferrari? Uh -huh. Okay. Otherwise it won't go. 
Okay, I'll take that. I've never heard that. True. Yeah. If you don't put fuel in a Ferrari, it's not going to drive very fast. True. You don't You're put, saying that I have the potential to be a Ferrari. Not one bit. <laughs> You're more like put a fuel in a Festiva or something. <laughs> Ford Festiva. That was actually my first car and it was a tiny little boring car. My first car was a Hyundai XL95. So it was bought, it was built the same year I was born, had a big crack in the dashboard, no power steering, <laughs> and the key itself looked like a house key. It didn't even look like a proper car. Isn't that the car you're driving around now? <laughs> Very funny. <laughs> we can't all have nice cars like you do, money bags. <laughs> so we're about to get into some Q&A that the listeners actually sent in, which yes. is pretty cool. But. First and foremost, how do you feel about the way that people have responded to the show and we're only like a week into our life of yeah, it's, um, the podcast? It's been crazy. Like you sort of warned me like this is going to go this is going to go good, Nick. I can feel it. I'm so confident. And I was like, yeah, 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 whatever, sort of just blowing it off. But, yeah, it's been amazing and we've had some really good feedback, some really nice messages. So we thank you very much to everyone who's – uh, message, messaged us and took your time out of your day to make us feel good about it. I know you say we, we're making you guys feel good about yourselves, but that makes us feel good about ourselves uh, with the decline messages. And I've got, num- I've got a number one fan already. Really? Yeah. And it's very unexpected, but Dale Finucane. Really? My Sharks teammate. He is pumped at the moment. And <laughs> he listened to the first one straight away, texted me this morning, and he goes, mate, done the second. When's the third coming out? And I was just like, yes, Dale. Yes. Appreciate you. So shout out to you, Dale Finucane. Maybe we can get him on one of these sessions. Yeah. And uh, you can jump in as a co-host maybe. But if you'd like to see Dale Finucane co-host maybe, maybe we yeah. put it as a, a poll on our Insta. Mm. It would be cool. I And again, because this is a format that I, I guess we're kind of make making pretty fluid, like these kinds of episodes, it would be cool to have just like random co-host yeah. friends of ours come in and out. Have a laugh. Have a laugh. Tell some funny stories about each other. I know Dale's probably got a couple on me. Yeah. 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 And I've got a couple on him being really, really tight. Stingy. Huh. Doesn't pay for breakfast when we go out. So You seem to have a criticism of how everyone in your life spends money around you. No, so just you. just you. said that about me. Yeah, just you. And Dale. And Dale, well. that's it. Okay. Yeah. Fair enough. The two tightest people I know are probably the two tightest people close to me in Cronulla. <laughs> and I have to spend all my money on you two. Friggin' hell. <laughs> Cool. How's, how about you? How do you yeah. feel about the response, Marley Silver? Well, I was quietly confident because I knew that we had something in the concept. I think that not – I don't want to sound arrogant at all. I didn't. I wasn't like, we are amazing. Like, this is why people are going to love it. What I thought that people would feel excited by is the stories that we're platforming. We felt the power every time that we've been in the studio so far, we guess. And I think that even, again, when we had that conversation with Willie Mason and, and – scope on on their levels podcast and may saying you you've clearly built a safe space I was like that's it that's why it feels so good and that's why these beautiful stories and moments of vulnerability are coming out and then yeah the way that people have responded it's pretty cool I think everyone on the post that you did on your Instagram was congratulating you and you alone and, and you like, were burning <laughs> it's you fine were burning. you know what this is the thing like as much as it's I don't know I'll laugh about that and people being like, congrats, bro. Like, good work, Nico. Oh, what what can't this man do? Like, individuals. I'm like, you know what? I'm so happy being the Robin no, to your Batman. It. No, I no, am. I not. am. Because I am not naive to the fact that another big component of why this is already successful and success to us is just that we're impacting people positively. And we are like, so 
I feel we're already successful has so much to do with the fact that people just like want to hear from you. And that's fine. And I'm proud of you for that. And like, I am happy to be the sidekick and write the notes and the script and just be here for for the ride. So I'm very, very happy. Far too many comments speculating that we are in a relationship, even though we've explicitly stated that we're not. (laughs) That's fine. Once again, I'll tell you, she's tried many times, but I just keep brushing over on. That's really not going to help. <laughs> <laughs> just, but, kidding, just kidding. But if that's what you're going to speculate, as long as you're listening to the episode, I don't care. But also, how many followers did you gain off that I, post? I jumped up like 1.2. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, you're welcome. Thank you. Thank you. That's why you got a smile from India right now. Yeah. We're just trying, because you laughed a lot when we had to share our Instagram insights with some people in our podcast world and you laughed so hard because the skew of gender for, of my <laughs> followers is like 20% men, 80% women. And that's because I'm all Did for the Did that jump up? Has it jumped up? It's not reflected yet. Like you can't, I can't actually see. I'm hoping there's going to be a shift. That's what we're hoping for because you've got a pretty good 50-50 gender split yeah. and that's what I'd like. Well, Marley is, is a little bit upset that she hasn't had Uncles, we call them uncles and aunties. That's the Aboriginal slang word for boys and girls. She's had no uncles slide in her DMs yet, people. So oh, I have had a couple. A couple, but none warranted for her reply. But anyway, <laughs> if you are single, because Miley Silver's single, and you've liked what you've heard so far, feel free. Mm. Go slide in there. Yeah. Whoever comes up with the best one-liner. If you can come up with a cracker. I will pick which one it is, and I will... Next time it's just Marley and I here doing what we're doing now, I will read it out to for all the listeners to hear. Okay. So do you want them to send it to you? Send it, send it to the pod. To the podcast Instagram. Instagram, yeah, and give us your one-liner. Best one-liner. Yeah. All right. To That's both of fun. us or just to you? Well, get, let's put it out there. Like, girls, girls and boys, give me, yeah. give me a one-liner if you're a Sheila and one-liner if you're a man, uncle. To Marley. And we'll, if you're at the best and if you feel okay of us reading it out, we'll read it out. Oh, I like that. I like that a lot, actually. <laughs> Speaking of listeners, questions. We put a question box up. Lots of people sent them in. A lot of them were about what kind of attributes you are particularly looking for in a romantic partner. Don't know if you really want to address that. So we'll maybe go into some other ones. I think that the first one I wanted to bring up was from a, a guy. I don't know if I, he hasn't said whether to explicitly say his name or not, but um, this guy will know who he is because of this question that he said in. He, he just said, I'm going through a tough time and just need some advice on how to get through it. And I would say before we answer this that we aren't mental health professionals and our first recommendation and piece of advice is to reach out to someone who's a professional to give you some really good, tangible advice. But what would you say to someone like that, Nico? biggest thing for me is finding a routine every morning a morning routine helps a lot, whether that's, you know, I wake up and I like to go for a swim over in the ocean and then I like to get a smoothie on my way back and then I will um, go home and get my stuff ready to go to training and I'll do a little quick journal, my intentions for the day. Um, and that's what I, that's what I love doing. Mm. And that, that's my first thing. That gets my day started straight away. And then just finding the things you love doing. You know, I've got a pretty hectic schedule with training most days, playing on weekends, travel, but... I always make sure I set my week up with having at least one or two activities I do during that week that I love. And that could be a family dinner. That could be going for a walk or a skate or a surf, going and catching up with someone I haven't caught up with in a while and just doing an activity that I that I love because happiness comes, comes first before anything. And 
you know, I can't play my best footy if I'm not happy and doing the things I love. And, you know, you, you can't be a good school teacher or you can't be a CEO of a company. You can't do it at your best ability if you're not happy. Mm. So I just reckon you've got to find the things you love doing and bring that happiness to your life. Mm. I really like that routine element. I think there's something about if you just have those couple of things in place, you don't really have to think. When you're having a tough time, I like not having to think so much just to kind of roll through the motions if it is with a work schedule, with a a few small tasks that you can kind of tick off the to-do list and feel good about, then that's a small step. I would also say reaching out to and leaning on those people who do, who are there for you and don't underestimate, you know, the people who are in your life. I think so much of the time, you know, even though we say to each other, like, I'm always here for you, you can kind of doubt yourself and, and be like, if I really do reach out, you know, were, did they mean that, you know, were they being serious? And I think we don't know that until we ask. So yeah, raising your hand saying, actually, I need a bit of help is a really good place to start and, and be kind to yourself and yeah, focus on doing those things that that make you really happy. So I hope that that person who sent that question in, yeah, is feeling a little bit better and, and be patient with yourself as well, because it's such a long journey and the ups and downs of it happens for the best of us. So yeah, look after yourself. Nice, Marley. Do you have a question? Uh, there was a question about you two being single. About, was it the one that I said to you? Something about you being single. And I just want to fill you in on a story about Marley. I think it was a week or two ago, Marley's beautiful Nen Ew. sent her a <laughs> screenshot of, of a, um, a singles party in Cronulla yep. and said, Marley, you should go to this because <laughs> she's been dying for Marley to get into a, a relationship or some sort of something with a man and it's just been a long time and, and then when we went to Bali, Marley's no. men said, hey, Marley, have you heard that sex is banned? Yeah, it was like sex outside of marriage. There was all that blow up just before New Year's in Indonesia. They were going to bring in this law to ban sex out of marriage. <laughs> and Nan brought it up to me and was like, did you see that? And I was like, yeah, yeah. And she goes, you wouldn't have to worry anyway, Marley. <laughs> <laughs> Swear to God, that's what my Nan said to me. It's like, thanks, Nan. Thanks for that. So, yeah, I, I don't even know. If that answers the question, but I think the question was something about um, what led to you being single in your twenties right now. And can I just say, as I said to you the other week, I am single but not unfulfilled, and I don't even want to talk about it. All right, next question. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sick of the question. Just, just around so, that. Anyway, back to the point of Marley's name. She's probably asking the same questions you guys are right now of Marley. Mm. Why are you single? Why are you single? She's sending <laughs> sending your single parties to attend. So we're all the same boat right now, people. Those questions, we're all thinking the same. Anyway, this is a good one. What's one thing you accomplished that your younger self never imagined? One thing I accomplished my younger self never imagined. This is for both of us. I think probably buying a house. Yeah, definitely buying a house. I never thought I could... I never seen myself owning a, a home. Like, mum never owned a home. Dad never owned a home. Still, they both still haven't. We moved around. Like, with dad and stepmom from house to house renting with my mum and my brother moving house to house renting. So, it was never really something a priority. Like, I was always taught to to work hard mm. to make footy. Like, go on, you got to do this so you can make NRL. It was never like 
this is why you're working hard to buy a house. Mm. So it was always NRL, rugby league was always at the front of my mind. And, and it's been such a weird feeling the process the last month or two, even like looking for a house because I was never someone who went on realestate.com. To, like, <laughs> a lot of people go, I love going on realestate.com yeah. to look at houses and I just never even cared. I think I'm just too much of a chilled character to ever have thought that I've owned a home and now I do and it's a, a pretty decent house too. So, yeah, pretty pumped that yeah. my younger self can look at me and will think of that I've, I've bought a house. That's so cool. Yeah. I love that. Like you yeah, didn't even know that that was going to be a dream and – there you go. Congratulations again. What about yourself, Marley? I think there's so many things that my younger self would just, like her mind would be blown at some of the stuff that I've gotten to do. I think that, yeah, now working full-time in media and doing live radio and live TV and- Podcasts. And podcasts and having that fill up my whole schedule and not really having a traditional nine-to-five job would be something that she wouldn't believe. Like, I think that- I think I might have spoken about this a little bit in the first episode or at least I've spoken about it publicly before, but um, I had so many people sort of laugh at me when I was going to university to study writing and I kind of like never, I don't know, I just imagined that I would never have a creative job in the way that I wanted to. I thought I'd be an English teacher or something and so being able to create my own work and tell the stories that I want to tell would really freak young Gamali out she would I think young Gamali would be like you became the like you became the woman that you know I looked up to the kind of woman that I looked up to so that. that's pretty cool I've got two things for you go on first when you say you go study writing yeah or you just like learn how to write in a straight line or something yeah, that's it. It's handwriting. <laughs> it's handwriting course. I spent you get your five pen years, license in year six? Five years and 20 grand on that. <laughs> um, now I have a Bachelor of Creative Arts majoring in creative writing and a Bachelor of Comms honours in I just big note yourself. Nice. Yeah, I do. I spent a lot of time on those. Second thing, if you had one word or a couple of words for, to sum up your job title, yeah. what would it be? Hard. That's a hard one to do. I, I usually just say working media now. Or I'm a author and presenter, writer and one. presenter. You're saying too many. I'd say bitzer. Bitzer, yeah. Bitzer, everything. Bitzer. You're a bitzer. Yeah, that's fine. I'm happy <laughs> with that. My mom can't even describe what I do for a job. Bitzer. Bitzer. A little bit of this, a little bit of that. Before I've said I have bit my, of this, bit of that. Yeah, I have my fingers in many pies. And they're long, ugly fingers. Really? I used to think I had fat fingers. I need my nails done. They can still be fat, but it's long. Big, <laughs> just describing like big fat sausage fingers. <laughs> Actually, a good segue into the next question is from a girl called Claire. And she was saying that she has so many future dreams and goals and that she wants to pursue. She wants to be a sports journal and she's in the NRLW system. So she must be playing rugby league at the moment. And she's just got so many things that she wants to achieve and they're becoming a bit stressful for her kind of trying to juggle it all she doesn't want it to hinder the path that she's going down so what would be the tip so I guess for you you were saying that your goal was just always rugby league but were there any other things that sort of popped up that I don't know how did you kind of bring that focus back down no uh, not really like I was never that interested in anything other than being a footy player because I wasn't a nerd like you at school i Love school. I've been my mates and that, but I 
wasn't the best at studying and I kick myself now because I wish I was. But there's probably a time when I was in Mackay when I started being a teacher aide, actually. Mm. I loved, loved that. And then that wanted me, that made me want to be a teacher. And then if I didn't make rugby league now, then I probably would have started studying to be a teacher because I absolutely loved it. But yeah, I don't know. I just, I go back to find a hobby, like mm. find something you love doing. So like just get away from it. From don't have to yeah. just get away, have an arvo off, have two arvos off, go out and just go for a walk along the beach, do go to play Tempin Bowling. I don't know what it is. Just go do something. <laughs> Tempin Bowling. Jeez, that's nice. <laughs> it's been on my mind lately. I don't know why. No, I don't know. Maybe we should go bowling. Yeah, I don't know. Like sometimes you, you're so committed and you're so focused on doing these things you need to do mm. when you grow up and to be successful that you forget about what got you there or you forget about the fun things that you love doing. Mm. And, you know, if you go away and you do those fun things and have some time off then it gives you more motivation to go back and mm. go kick ass again sort of mm. thing. So I don't know if that answers the question, but. No, I think it does. I think distance is a really good way to understand what the most important thing is. And I, yeah, specifically to what Claire's saying, she wants to pursue, you know, sports journalism job and, and potentially wants to pursue a, a footy career as well. You have to take a step back and really kind of, figure out what's that thing when you wake up in the morning is the first thing that you think of. And when you go to bed, what is it that you're thinking of? Because for me, and you must've had this with footy, but I, even though I couldn't synthesize what my job was going to be, I just was waking up and knowing whatever I was doing, I was working the hardest at. And so much of that was focused on like telling stories. And so sometimes that was me literally writing stories. Sometimes it was me trying to, you know, get people to to listen to me by doing a speech or recording a podcast, all that sort of stuff. And that's stuff that I thought of kind of every day when I'm going to sleep and when I'm waking up. So take some space away, exactly like Nico said, and then you'll know what is the number one priority and just back yourself and don't doubt that you can do it all. Like people say to me sometimes because I am such a bitzer, like how it's like you have more than 24 hours in a day and I'm like, nah, I, yeah. like you just got to work hard and sometimes you got to make sacrifices and be prepared to not sleep well sometimes and not be able to go to things. and. But the balance to work and play life is just so important. So important for so sustainability. Important. Mm-hmm. But there are going to be times like, – and people talk about work-life life balance a lot. I'm a big advo- advocate for it, but I'm not very good at doing it. But I have to say as much as that's super, super important and this is not advice that I'm giving, but I'm just being realistic – there are times where you can't have that balance. Yeah. There have been times where I was working seven days a week to hustle, to be able to work in a full-time job that I was in and write a book. Like you have to do that. And if that's the big goal that you have, like obviously you can't do it forever, but there's going to be times where if you want to be a Dalian medalist or if you want to write a book or if you want to be a lawyer or whatever, where you actually can't have a you know, much of a life outside of it for a short period of time. I wouldn't say, I wouldn't recommend it. I wouldn't recommend doing it all the time. But if you want it, you've got to let other stuff kind of, again, remember the glass and rubber balls. Like what ones can you drop? Someone was asking, what are the biggest pet peeves that piss us off about each other? Oh, about each other. Mm. 
what's a pet peeve that or something that I do that annoys you, I know straight away what's the thing that I really don't like that you do. But burp, you, yeah, burp and blow it in your face. Burp and blow it in my face. Loves to do it. I have a like full on reflex now every time I hear you burp that I just like <laughs> move away because he's just gotten Isn't into that's the habit. Funny, that is the best. It's, I'm not because saying it's not funny, it so but much, it just it makes, makes me, me feel ill. Mm. Oh, my goodness. I have to tell this story because, oh, I was so disgusted. Again, on Monday night when we were driving back from the podcast, I was getting dropped. Well, no, I was driving back to where I was playing Oztag and you had parked your car there. As he's getting <laughs> out of the car, he's opened the car this. door <laughs> and I was like saying something about like, see you later or whatever. He sneezed <laughs> all over my arm and it got on my face. Like, I can't tell you how it was so disgusting and I was feral about it. Like, yuck. And you were so pleased with yourself. Got out of the car, didn't even close the passenger side door and I was reversing into a car spot. Oh, my God. But it's that kind of stuff. It's like gross stuff. That That's, I mean, it's funny. Like, as much as I'm like, ew. I mean, it didn't feel good, like, <laughs> with your, just your snot on my face. That's a good win, Monica. But it was, um, yeah. All the that's, men that's listening something. to this podcast will be like oh, laughing that's their so head. Good. Yeah, that's mad. Yeah. Don't yeah. say like that. That's what you sound like. No. Yeah. Anyway, my pet peeve of you would probably be, you don't do too much annoying things that I gross me out, but. I don't think I'm gross. I think you're pretty gross. Okay. Anyway, you. You send like long ass messages <laughs> yeah. with fucking that many like different things I need to do. I don't respond good at the best of times to text messages. Yeah. I'm a caller. Yep. And you'll have about six to ten different dot points of what I need to do. You know why I do that though? It's because it, And like, it's like two days before the game. Hang on. I don't when you say from tomorrow we're not allowed to talk about podcasts, right? I don't. I don't. I respect well, I it. I had to set that boundary because you just kept Which going. Which is fine. This is a learning experience, yeah. right? As our friendship moves into but even like tomorrow, to I've se- we've done a podcast. I've seen you, and we've. I feel like we've done well, and I could have like a day and a half break from you. Like mm. tomorrow morning, I'll still get a text with six different things I need you know to do why you in will the tomorrow. Day. No, but you know why you'll hear from me tomorrow because I've got to go to your house to let a cleaner in. Yeah, well, I have, so- a, I have a housemate. Okay, well, I'll like, only to Wee Man, he did. He messaged me yesterday mm-hmm. and he goes, oh, that cleaner's good to come in at one. Is Marley going to be free? And I just replied, text her. Wow. No, you get sassy. Well, you he two have each other's me. number. He did text yeah, me. You two I have each other's number. You. Like, you don't have to go through me. I don't have to be I the middleman all the time. Yeah, it's not about and being the middleman. And I see you middle and talk to you, you too, too much. much. Yes, we know. I mean, I know. We've said this. We've We've had to have some time. So, like. Tomorrow, when it's one o'clock, you wee. message it's Wee fine. Man. Yes. It's fine. Yes. Anyway, I, I write the long text messages as a bit of an agenda for when you call so we can go through them. That's why. And that's because my brain is going this and this and this and this. And I'll just, I just know from experience because so many times I've been like gone to call you and then the second you pick up, everything I wanted to say to you is out of my brain. That's why I write it down. All right? Well, anyway. you write books for a living. You shouldn't <laughs> forget things. Well, it's because I've got so much going on. I'm very busy. Yeah, I know. You've told me all freaking day how much money you earn in that moment. <laughs> Shut up. Oh, uh, was that a photo of you in a dress? You just swipe fast? Yep. Oh, Marley's going to try to look hot everyone this weekend. Well, I've got a When gala. I say try, I mean try. 
try. <laughs> so. Ins and outs. Yes. Well, Marley's come up with this little segment. And because uh, I'm not allowed to come up with any segments because she doesn't like any of my ideas. But anyway, go, Marley. Well, I was just going to say before we get into this last little segment. We didn't get to go through all the questions there from the listeners, but we'll make space for people to send them through every time we're in the studio, just us two. And we love connecting with you guys and are so stoked that you actually want to hear these things from us already. So that's pretty cool. This is the last segment that we'll do with these shows. I'm calling it ins and outs. So Nico, when I was explaining this to him, didn't remember this trend from the beginning of the year, but around New Year's, there were a few posts that people were doing saying in 2023, this stuff is in. This stuff is out. So you've copied. So I'm inspired by that. We're going to, every time we're in here, tell you something that's in for us for the next week or has been in for us this week and something that's out. So it could be a recommendation, could be a book that we're reading, could be another podcast, even though we don't recommend you listen to other podcasts, (laughs) us only, no, I'm joking, or a TV show that we're liking or whatever, or it could be just something we're trying to challenge ourselves with in, in the next couple of weeks and something that's out, something that we're trying to get rid of or, yeah leave behind and we are going to put it out there to you to challenge you to do so as well. Hey, Marley, you start us off, please. And in for me this week is actually an article that I'm going to recommend. I think it's quite poignant because when this episode is released, it would have been a week since we heard the news that MasterChef judge Jock Zonfrillo had suddenly and tragically passed away at just the age of 46. It was really, really sad news. Has rocked a lot of the Australian media landscape. I think it's it's pretty clear he was a very beloved guy, a guy who was also really open and powerful in his ability to tell his story of growing up as a teenager, struggling with drug addiction and then being saved by cooking. The article I want to recommend is one that was written by Jesse Stevens on um, Mamma Mia, which is a women's media website. Highly recommend going and reading it because she really makes a good point of pointing out that the second that his death was announced, there was so much speculation around the method of him dying, whether it was by suicide, whether it was by X, X, Y, and Z. And she just made a really good point of how important it is for us to not jump to conclusions and to respect the desires of his family, of his wife and kids that he's left behind. They'd ask for privacy, they'd ask to just let them kind of grieve in this like shocking moment, all this sort of stuff. And so many people were straight away, you know, making assumptions and, and all that sort of stuff. And I just think it was a really important reminder, again, for people who are in the public I like um, even in their death they can be disrespected in this way and it was a really powerful piece Jesse's a great writer and I would just recommend giving that a read like it was just an in, an in for me this week I really really enjoyed that piece nice yeah and uh, we send our love to all his family and mm. friends and hopefully they're all doing okay in this, yeah, this tough pretty devastating. time okay so my in isn't just for the week my in is going to be f- I'll have a different one next week but mm. oh, it's a last for a while. Mm-hmm. So I've come up with an intention that I'm going to cook four nights a week. Nice. Come As of last week. So I've started to make sure I do that because I'm someone who likes to go out for dinner and socialize a little bit. And sometimes I get, can get a little bit lazy, just like people cooking for me because they cook good food. But I have to cook. I just want to eat indoors. So say we have a family dinner night and someone else cooking, that's fine. Mm-hmm. It just has to be four cook, home cooked meals mm-hmm. in the week. So... You know, I can, you know, in the winter it comes around, you get like comfort food and you get comfortable and then you start getting that dad bod and, you know, I've got to stop that. I need to not worry about 
been comfortable and just having comfort food and it's been okay because it's winter and it's cold and you just want to get warm and rug up on the bed and, or lounge and get takeaways. So, <laughs> no, it's not happening. I need to perform at my absolute best every week, yep. every day at training and every week, on, every day on the weekend for the game. So, yep, four nights a week. All right. That's in. That's a good in. That's in. I feel like I, I should do that as well because I've been eating out a lot too. Yeah. All right. We'll both try that for an in. My out is I have – Again, this is related to me, I think, living by myself at the moment. I've been falling asleep to like the sound of a TV show or <laughs> like having something play. And I don't know if it's just like to have a bit of comfort, like there's someone there. That sounds really sad, but it's just like makes it, I don't know, I just fall into that habit and I know it's bad because it disrupts my sleep and I'm going to stop doing that and just. And invite someone over to rub your hair and sing a lullaby. And spoon me to sleep. Yeah. Um, no, but like try and just, I really want to try and do that thing where you don't look at screens for like an hour before you go to bed. I think I'm going to struggle, but that's my, that's my out. And if anyone else. That was an in and out. Like you're outing. I'm outing sleep, saying, falling asleep to the. But you're saying you're going to try you're going to try Okay, the, sorry. The well, forget that out, I said that. Out, the, out is, the out is I'm not going to fall asleep to the sound of like a TV show or anything. I'm just going to I love asleep. doing that. I know. That's my I'm, favorite thing to do. I know, but I think it's, for me, I think it disrupts my sleep because a couple of times I'll like wake up if it's like still on and it kind of freaks me out or whatever. So I'm going to try and not do that. Well, my out is almost the same thing with sleep. Mm. I've been having the most caca sleeps oh, really? ever in the last few weeks. I don't know why. After a game is acceptable because I can't sleep after a game. But, yeah, I don't know why. I've just been sleeping pretty shit. So out is having shit sleep. So I'm going to mm. do everything I can to make sure I don't have shit sleep. Good. <laughs> that good. means I have to go to bed earlier. It means I have to go to bed earlier. Well, let's hope both of us have good sleeps this week. I think I might need to stop drinking water or having, like, any liquid. Why? Because you've got to wake up to wee. Yeah. Really? Every night it's like. My mind knows at 3 a.m. I have to get up and do a piss. Oh, that's annoying. So I think yeah, you have to knock off the water by a certain time and not have any. Like, I like to have cereal for dessert. <laughs> it's like Nutrigrain or Wheat. Nutrigrain or a Milo. Or, or a Milo, yes. Yeah. I'm a big Milo drinker. If you're a Milo drinker, let me know because it is the <laughs> best thing ever. But I might need to stop or just have it earlier in the night so I don't have to wake up and piss and then get back to sleep again, you know? Yeah. Yeah. So my enough. out is no more shit sleeps. Yes. We're manifesting it as well. Yes. Well, thank you so much for listening to this episode of When We Grow Up. We loved talking to you guys. If you are enjoying the show, make sure you hit that follow or subscribe button wherever you're listening. really helps us if you give a five-star rating as well. And if you like this episode or you think there's something in it that a friend of yours might like, share it with them. Get share more people yes. on board. I said to Nico, I was really stoked we were sitting pretty nicely in some of the podcast charts in, you know, above the, the 20 rank. And he was like, I'm striving for greatness. So <laughs> try and get us to number one. That'd be pretty cool. That would be cool. And don't forget to send in your best one-liners. Yes. One for Marley, mm. one for myself. These are pickup lines. Yeah, pickup lines. Send it to our Instagram at when we grow up pod. Follow us there. There's lots of little clips we like to share. We'll, you'll be able to see some of our faces through this episode. Maybe when we've been talking about some of this stuff, will be pretty fun. Otherwise, we absolutely love hanging out with you. And next week, you'll hear a chat with an inspiring guest. Just remember, I'm a better host than Marley Silver. Bye.